Hey guys, welcome, run your mouth, we're here, we're live, we're fucking doing it, and we got uh, Yussel on the phone, who is exploring the most western part of our country, he's doing a field report for us, what's cooking, Yusuf? I, I'm doing a field report for the show, or I'm on fucking vacation, out in Oregon? Nah, you're doing a field report, that's why you went out to Oregon, oh, so that course. you could uh, right. explore... That's why I'm... That's why I'm fucking living uh, with my uh, in-laws for, for two weeks in Oregon. So that you can explore the most western territories of the United States. So what what can you tell us about the area? Oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful out here. I, you know, should have come sooner um, to do this field report. But um, I can report that things are good here. The, the laws on marijuana are a little more lenient. And uh, and the overall, uh, yeah, yeah, things are fucking good here. Nice. Before you tell us about the uh, Oregon marijuana laws, I'm curious. To, so you're on a full two week vacation right now? I am. Yeah, two weeks vacation. How how many? Vac- it seems to me you must have a lot of vacation if you got that and you take off Jewish holidays. Well, yeah. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> that can't be uh, a discussion on the record. Oh, okay. But, um, I don't yeah, think being, I, at the, being at this being at the same firm for uh, eleven straight years pays uh, a little bit of dividends. Oh, you mean in, that uh, they're the somewhat generous with vacation time? I got you. Well, lucky for you, I don't think your boss listens to this podcast. So if you ask me, I don't think you get enough vacation. I actually think that your spirits well, no, aren't. I, <laughs> what? I don't think I I don't think I get enough vacation either. But I'm just saying I, I can't be on uh I can't be on the record about the the Jewish holidays and, and my vacation. So okay, kind of, uh, stricken topic. stricken from the record. Do I have to edit that at all, or can our listeners yeah, know that you made an what was that? Wipe it from the record. We'll wipe it from the record. Okay, it's like it never happened. So you're out there for two weeks. You're staying by your in laws. Um, and I guess you're smoking a lot of pot. Um, I haven't smoked any pot yet. But you just but like, but you've seen that it's just available and legal. Oh, no, no, no. There, there are other forms of it. Oh, okay, because you're with the kids. Are, you don't want to stink uh, stink it up, so you're just edibling away. Um, and is it, is, it, is it fun to actually show up to like a weed store and just be able to buy shit? Let me tell you about weed stores. Please. They're the coolest fucking, <laughs> pretty fucking cool places. Um, yeah, it's it's essentially like, I don't know, going to a liquor store. And that's the way it should be, right? Right. I would be the most annoying um, customer because it would just blow my mind. And I would be like, well, tell me about this one. And tell me about this one. And tell me about that one also. You know what I mean? Like That is exactly what I did as soon as I walked into that place. Yeah. I just... They must. I said, I, this is my first time here. I'm from New York. I'm going to have a lot of questions. Is that okay? And they were totally on board with it. And there were like three or four people working behind the counter. And it was just, every, everyone was, you know, into all the questions and all the, and right. kinda giving their two cents on the matter. And it was, it was amazing. Right. <laughs> I'm kind of, I, I, I might be stepping on a Dan Soder joke. He's got a really funny joke about his friends that became like weed sommeliers. Uh, but there's something, firstly, if you're stoned, people like to rant. And the fact that these people, um, that their knowledge is suddenly useful 
must be a pretty good feeling. <laughs> that, that is so accurate. Um, that is so true. The first thing that... It's still like a little... Um, they have like certain things in place, I guess, that they have to have um, legally. Like It's still kind of strange walking in. Like You kind of walk in through the back door and they only let you in after they check your ID. Uh, but I guess that's kind of like some bars, um, essentially. Yeah, that might so be also... Uh... you before you even, like, buzz you in. But once you're in, it's 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 open, cool. it's open season. I was actually thinking about this the other day, um, and I think this is, like, just true of life to kind of stick with what you're passionate about and... Uh, ignore what society has to say but I was thinking about I was I mean I, I was a real stoner in high school and I got in a lot of trouble for that which is fine but I like I'm, I'm looking at the industry now and if I had left high school and said you know what I love pot this is all I care about in life I, I'm not going to Israel I'm going I'm moving to even at that time I remember I read a Newsweek article that Denver was like the um the biggest party school in the country and that like they were having major problems on campus with pot. They did like that annual event. So there was a part of my brain that considered moving to Colorado because I love skiing. I love pot. I'm like, Hey, this is a party. And now that would have been a, that would have been a blowout with my family. It would have been a fight, but you look at the industry now. And if I had made that decision then and just said, Hey, pot is my lifestyle. I would be at the forefront of what's now becoming like a real industry with profit opportunities. Which it's just well, interesting. You'd, you'd kind of be a little behind the game, but if you did that, then yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if in, if in high oh, school yeah. I didn't allow the people or society to say, "Hey, you're bad for enjoying this thing," and I just said, "Fuck oh, it," I'm yeah. gonna, you I'm gonna, been fucking, yeah, I would have been. We, we wouldn't have been talking right now. No, but I'm saying. <laughs> It would it would literally have been the years that pot became legal and started to explode. And I think if you were just on the ground there as a guy hanging out in whatever the pot circles were, just trying to make that happen, you would have seen some. You know, there would have been some real profit opportunities. It was just an interesting little uh, thought I had uh, last week about like um, just stick stick to like if you're out there and you love heroin, just keep at it. Who knows what the world might change into and if that might create a profit opportunity for you? I don't know. Do what you love. I'd choose, a, I'd choose a, a different drug, but yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to tell the people to do what they love. So, all right. Now I'm curious to know. So are you just like edibling all day? You're waiting for the kids to go to bed? Or is it just, uh, is it like a real party for you? Um, it's a after the kids go to bed type yeah. thing. I'm curious to get my hands on some edibles because I've been a little disappointed. I, I, I'm more of a, I'm just more of a booze guy these days. I, I very rarely smoke pot, but I've been finding when I do, it, it's not really... Like, um, I guess it's fun for, it's almost like a fun as a clear headed anti-anxiety thing. It's like if I wanted to, uh, um, function a little better, I could really just smoke weed all day. I just choose not to, but it, it, I haven't really smoked in a way that's gotten me like ripped roaring stone in a fun, like in a fun way in a long time. I, I, maybe I need some edibles. Well, that's the thing with, with this stuff. Like everything is, um, I guess regulated in some way where it has to be um um like portioned in a way it's got to be potent enough to actually be what like you know exactly what like thc level you know exactly you know the amount of um whatever um milligrams are in each specific thing so it's at this point it's just you know 
I don't know if like where it's um, it's not a like guessing game. It's it's almost more of a like, uh, it's a math equation of like yeah exactly. Yeah, you know kinda, you're like how high do, how high do I want to go? Like I I can eat a full cookie. Yeah, it's gonna take half. me here, or I could eat a half a cookie. It's gonna take me there. Yeah, they had fucking like <laughs> they had dog food products. What? Yeah, that, that's or, that's too I much. Guess, that's dogs? too much. Don't drug your dogs. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I don't know. You could medicate dogs with, I guess, medicine. So I guess you could medicate them with pot, with, uh, marijuana. Now, I um, guess uh, no, they had, they had, they even had like, um, like crack. Is like, um, goldfish crackers essentially. But with pot. So it's like, oh, you could kind of like snack your way to your high or whatever. I don't know. It was just. I don't know. Everything was very riveting tales from the West. Okay, Yosef, th- this great. is uh, this is going to be a little bit of an old timey uh, interview setup over here. But y- you were telling me that you got some uh, a problem with a neighbor or a good neighbor. I-, I I didn't quite catch the whole neighbor story. Oh my god, this neighbor, she is a delight. This is not like a bad neighbor situation. The neighbor um, of my in laws. Um, right next door, they, it's like so close, um, next door, it's like there's just like a little fence in the backyard that they just talk and, you know, they come and go inside their, each other's houses, like nothing, but she is a, a 79-year-old lady who lives there by herself, sometimes her, uh, she takes care of her 8-year-old granddaughter, um, but she is a national treasure. She is 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 fantastic. I love her. Her name is Peggy. All right. I like Peggy. Peggy's a yeah, good name. And she, she is just like the. I don't know. She's like the prototypical nice old lady, where she'll just you could sit down with her and she will. Um, I guess she's like a stoner delight because she'll just go on forever. Right. Like she will just. Does she just, bring snacks? Does she show up with snacks? What? Like like you're sitting out at night, you're stoned, you're sitting outside, you're chatting, and then she goes, let me bring you some cookies, and I made iced tea, and that kind of shit? No, well, in a way, like, she's just super, super nice. Um, That's it? You just wanted to report in that you met a nice old lady? Oh, but hold on. There's more to this in terms of what she was capable of doing. And producing, she's not, she wasn't busting out cookies, um, but what she did do, this, this might get a little complicated, but, um. Yo, see, if I send you, I, I'm a little disappointed. It's pretty, early, it's, it's pretty early out west, but I'm, uh, I'm gonna go for it. Yosef, um, I sent you all the way to the far reaches of our country to do a field report, and I'm hearing that pot edibles are good, which is great, and then I'm hearing that there, you met a nice old lady. I feel like you should a little have a little more to report. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so, I'll, I'll start with um, the talking about this uh, Marionberry. Um, that's not the lady's name. Her again. Her name is Peggy. Um, there is a fruit that is only grown in Oregon and I think Washington State. It might, it's just only a little bit of Washington State, but it is a. a Basically a blackberry, um, but much sweeter. 
I've never had it before um, this trip, and they're only in season for one month a year from July. From somewhere between July and August, that's the only time they're in season. They're only grown in Oregon, and they're apparently fucking delicious. So this so this berry plays hard that's... to get. Are you with me? I'm so with far? you. Delicious sweet berry. Okay. Yeah. So um, after hearing about these about six months ago, I you know it was my duty to. To, I guess get my hands on some Marion berries to try because apparently, as again, as, a, as I said, they're fucking delicious um, and also like super rare and only you know in this region. So we went to like a few farms that I guess would have them, and they were like, "Nope, we got no Marion berries." And I got to this third farm, and there's this. It's gonna sound fucking crazy. Um, hey, can I can I, can I ask you a quick a question? This oh, yeah. Before before you get to this wheelchair, what was going on that you came across this Marion Berry that you're like, that's something I have to try? Were you watching the History Channel? You're you're, you're going down some Google wormhole. Oh, no. It was like uh, um, just in a kid's book. <laughs> okay. About Oregon. I got you. Now yeah, we were just kind of going through, and and there was this uh, M is for Marion berries, and then there was a whole a little write up about it. Okay. Then, now let me ask you this: Do you and actually? Then, do you, and then my wife. Said, yeah. My wife was like, "You've never had a Marion berry?" I was like, "No, never." Like, and then I find out that literally they're only grown in Oregon for one month a year. Right. I'm like, of course I didn't have a Marion berry. <laughs> <laughs> Right, what kind of a rich snob am I? Okay, so let me ask you, do you actually care that much about this Marion Berry, or is this kind of just a vacation well, I activity? I do now, Robbie. I do now. Okay. Um, I'm saying, I just, I made it my, my M.O. To, to get to, to get a hand, your hands on one of these. Riveting stuff, okay. So, so you're talking to some war veteran. With one leg in the wheelchair. He's at some... This is one of the berry farms, and I go in there just to check if there are any Marion berries, and he's like, no, and they're not going to be any, because um, it was like over 100 degrees a couple weeks ago, and it just torched the whole, you know, Marion berry output, you know. And he was, and he was like, he was cartoon creepy as shit about it, like, there ain't going to be oh, no yeah, berries like, this year. Exactly. He's like, he's like, Marion Berry season is over. Right. Like, they were torched. It was too hot for them. They're very delicate, fru- you know, fruit. Like, giving me the whole rundown like, about this thing. It was like I'm you like, asked about his... It's going to be another fucking year that I don't have Marion Berries. No, but the like, guy you know, the guy reacted. It was like a war movie where he's like, you asked him about his dead brother, and he's like, we lost good men out there. You know what I mean? Like, he was pissed at you for even exactly. asking him. I, I, I know the exact character you're describing.
was was around when I was feeling that thing, and I was telling her about the whole Marion Barry saga because, of course, she's the type of person who would be, you know, very, um, I guess, empathetic towards that kind of thing um, because she's been in Oregon her whole life. So, like, this is something, you know, like when you say, like, oh, you know, like we found out from um, whatever farms that Marion Barron season is over, she, that would, she would take that to heart, you know? She's got Barry pride. Yeah, that's just the type of lady she is. Um, so, when I told Peggy this, she was a little bent out, out of shape, because she was telling me, she was originally telling me about some of the farms that we might be able to find these Marion Berries at, and when we came up with nothing, she... <laughs> This is sound. She became. She like changed from like the little sweet old lady Peggy to the Walter White of of old ladies. She just. She goes. You know what? I'm gonna make a call. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Like, I was like, I just told you that Mary and Barry season is over. Like, you know, like you're not gonna find anything. Like. And she's like, just, you know, bear with me. She, she gets her phone out, she makes a call, and she, and she, and she goes, um, she goes, did you tell my friend that there weren't any Marion Berries? Because I'll come, I'll take your other leg off. I will take that other leg off. I was nice enough to leave you with one leg in a wheelchair, and I'll come back over to that farm. I'll take your other one. But she, she called... Um, I'll get into who she calls later. Um, but all I hear is she goes, um, hey, it's, it's Peggy. And, um, yeah, I want, uh, Rich and Mary Jo's son-in-law is here from New York. And, uh, he's looking for some Marion Berries. I just want to know, did you have, do you have any, uh, uh, Marion Berries that, that you could find for me? And then there's just like a few seconds of silence and then... Okay, so so give me a call back. I'm like, she hung, she hangs up, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? I didn't say that because, like, dropping a, an f bomb to her would be out of. Uh, would well, not be well nice you, you just learned that but, this is um, the wrong person's shit list to be on, so you're not going to curse in front of this sweet old lady anymore. Exactly. Um, so she she goes, oh, you know, I uh, I used to work at this, um, I guess, food freezing packaging storage company, some sort of shit like that. Basically a place where they like flash freeze fruits and beef and all sorts of shit and then send it out um, all over, wherever. I don't know. Um, she goes, and I, I talked to an old uh, co-worker and, want, and she said she'll uh, check in the back if there are any uh, uh, Marion berries and uh, get back to me. Within 10 minutes, this, this, she gets a call back, and she's on the phone. I don't hear anything. And then she looks she looks up at me, and she goes, yep, she's got them. Um, she's got a whole box, 30 pounds of them. I go, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and she goes, yep, 30 pounds of Mary Berries. Do you want them? And I go, well, I, I'll, I guess I'll take, like, a pound or two. She goes... It's either all of them or none of them. Oh, God. You take the whole box, 
you take the whole box of thirty or, or nothing. It's, she was she said she was like this isn't like uh, <laughs> you have to commit to this shit or or just stay out of it. Right. I'm like, oh my god, like I'm, I'm I am in too deep in the Marion Bear game right now with Peggy and whoever the fuck she's on the phone with. Um, but she, <laughs> I just said, all right, yeah, we'll take them. And she goes, oh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll be there soon to come pick it up. I'm like, what, what am I involved with? And who is this lady? And I love her, basically. But, um, yeah, we went and picked up fucking a, a crate. I guess it was in, like, a cardboard box lined with um, some plastic. But, yeah, it was 30 pounds of frozen Marion berries. How much? Well, first let me ask you this. How much did 30 pounds cost you? Free. Oh well, then yeah, I guess you can't be upset about free. But now I, I wonder. Oh, yeah, sure. I, it was it, it, she, it was just like she was able to get her hands on thirty fucking pounds of Marionberries for free. You know, just because they were at this packaging facility, like yeah, but that could have been. See, they even said that it was like the damaged ones that like they weren't able to send out or whatever, but. It was it was like it was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And then we yeah yeah went to pick it up and they they were beautiful and delicious. All right, it's a it's a feel good story from being out west. Um, all right. <laughs> Definitely not what you were looking for. No, it's all good, brother. Um, it's nah, a it's we, a field report. I learned I learned about Marion I learned about Marion berries. I learned about uh I learned about pot edibles. Uh, it sounds like a good time. I gotta. I guess I gotta get out to Oregon. Um, Yosef. All right. I gotta. I gotta. I, what? <laughs> no, no, no. I got. I got a quick tale for you that I'm gonna let you go. So I. I, I decided that I, I gotta get myself some health insurance. I, I feel like the, the insurance companies they're gonna get better at kind of being able to quantify risk. And I, I'm just realizing that I have a pre-existing condition of being an idiot and like. You know, they, they don't know that yet, but they're going to discover it. You know what I mean? Right. So, firstly, I was playing, uh, I played in a flag football game this um, this past Sunday with a couple uh, couple comics. They got a flag football game going. And I, I'm sure you know this as an adult. It's like when you casually go play, like, sports that you did as a kid, you can just be, like, sore for a month. It's crazy. It's like as a kid, you just... Oh, for sure. It's crazy. Like, I definitely know that feel. As a kid, like you just go, you do it, whatever. Like that was recess. Now, now as a, as an adult, and I'm not even like that out of shape of a guy. I bike ten miles a day. I, I like I, I work out. I work out daily, but even so, it's like I'm going to play in some casual football game, and I, I'm waking up at eight in the morning to stretch. Like beforehand, I got my I got my foam roller out. I'm I'm uh. Here was the other thing. I, I'd squatted like the uh, the previous Wednesday, so my, my uh, I guess my hamstrings were still a little tight, but I was like, hey, I can I, I can handle this. So I'm up for. Oh, wait, you have you have been stretched before this, and, and yes, it, it, you still were like sore as fuck after. No, no, no. So, yes, I so I, I woke up early and uh, to stretch. I woke up like I had to be at this place at ten thirty. I woke up at eight a.m. and I'm, I'm I'm stretching. I'm using my foam roller. Then on top of that, I biked. I biked there so that I would I would loosen up. You know, I didn't want to just get on the field not loose or anything like that. And by the way, and I'm playing in a fucking flag football game with a bunch of out of shape comics, and I'm I'm getting ready for this like it's a marathon, eating my banana. So, anyways, we we get on the field, we line up. First offensive play of the game, I, I take off running. I pull a little pull a little like a juke move on this guy to go long, 
and my leg buckles on me and I just fall over. <laughs> First play of the game. Okay? And now it's a six on it's three on three with an automatic quarterback, and I have a moment where I'm like, oh, I don't think I can and then I was like, I can't I, I was like, I don't care if I break my own leg, I'm not leaving for like this is too pathetic. Like I can't I I, I can't be like, hey guys, yeah, I can't no Right. I was like, I can't, I can't ruin their football game and be like, hey, guys, I'm not playing. So I'm like, hey, I, I was like, I don't know what I did. I, I'm fine now. I, I didn't. I, I'm. But at that moment, I'm telling you, like, I pulled something in the back. I don't know what the fuck I did. I'm not a doctor. It hurts. And I was like, OK, I was like, I just I won't run full speed. I'm like, I can I can play in this game as like a role player. And I don't think I'm really going to hurt myself, but I'm not leaving. And now I'd like to say that at that point, I then took it easy. But that's not what happened. I'm lined up against Joseph Roberts. Remember Joseph Roberts? He was the uh the, the kid who did the homeless stretch. Okay, yeah. He, he was like a boxer, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm lined up with Joseph Roberts. He he he's not wearing a shirt. He's bodying me up. It's getting it, it's starting to get a little bit physical between me and Mr. Roberts, but all in good fun. So anyways, like um uh, after after a play, so I, I I catch a ball and Joseph Roberts is uh is defending against me, and he keeps every time I catch ball he's like he's physicaling me up to get to get my flags, which is good defense, it's all in good fun. So this time I catch the ball and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going light. I'm gonna plow through this guy. I'm gonna teach Joseph Roberts a little bit of a lesson about getting physical with me. But guess what Joseph Roberts thought was? Joseph Robert goes, hey, I'm going to get even more physical, and I'm going to lower my shoulder more than this guy lowers his shoulder. His shoulder went right to my chin. Knockout, dude. Just <laughs> just flattened. <laughs> so, then, so then I get up. Like I mean, he didn't like knock me out, knock me out, but I had that moment I got up, and I was like, oh, I got, I got a bit of a... I got a bit of like a little headache, headache thing going on here. And then, of course, I continue to play, bike home later. But then I just like I'm too much. You can't, um, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just I'm too dumb to not have health insurance. Like, I just that that's stupidity. you like you hurt yourself. You go harder. I don't know. I, so yeah. you want to get me some health insurance, buddy? Can can we like uh, can you add a third spouse to your coverage policy? Can we get married? I don't know if we like. Uh settle out in Utah, we, like, take up some residency there, and then I'm, I'm free to... Do they have sherry... Do they have these berries out in Utah? No, only in Oregon. Yeah, uh, all right. Well, then, we'll have to wait till Oregon liberals liberates its laws a little bit. Dude, um, the other thing that, the other thing that happened on that Sunday, I you had... I could add you as a, as a kid. That works for me. Can you be bald and someone's kid? <laughs> um... <laughs> They had You'd have to go to like a pediatrician, like uh, to make to make me look your, younger. Yeah. yeah, on this field there you'd, were. You'd, essentially, you'd be zero right now. Right, dude. On this field, you'd have to start from the top. Wait, what was that? You'd have to start from the top. What do you mean by that? You'd have. I'm just saying, like, I'd be able to add you to my policy, but you'd you'd have to like spend a couple days in the in the uh, maternity ward, and then. Uh, for your coverage and you know, start as a baby. I don't know. I could I could figure it out. Um, so on this field, we were on one end of the field playing a little flag football game down in a uh, Long Island City, and then on the other end of the field were a bunch of dudes who were doing cross. I, I think it was probably CrossFit. Yeah, I gotta get in. Those were some of the best looking men I've ever seen in my life. It was like the perfect. 
amount of fitness. Like sometimes you're at the gym and two guys are like too jacked or sometimes people are just cut. These guys were like the perfect in between where they had some real size, but they were cut. These were some very attractive men, Yosef. All right, you should go for it, Robbie. I, I gotta, I, I gotta figure out a way to get involved with these men. They, uh, they, they seem to know, they seem how to know how to get into the right form of physical shape. But it was odd because then, then there's like a whole bunch of like women who are also doing the CrossFit. But I, I don't think CrossFit works as well for ladies. It does not, um, it doesn't quite lean them out in the same way. I don't know. I, I don't know the nutrition science of that. All right, Yosef. Unless you got anything else to report, in, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go because uh, I got a couple news stories I want to like. I want to read off. Um, anything else to all report right. from out west? That is all I have to report. I guess uh, off the up my my game. <laughs> no, no, no! Killing it, buddy. Um, how much long are you out there for? Um, another week and change. Another week and change. So maybe between now and next week, you should go on another adventure with Peggy. Like go for a ride along when she does her collections, and you know, really get the. Oh, yeah. Really get the inside exactly. scoop on this on this lady and all I did, yeah. All I did was was I was in the car with her um, to that package to that uh, you know freezing facility, but uh, you know I got to go on when she's breaking guys' kneecaps and and stealing their legs. Yeah, I think that's the the sight to be seen. What was oh she used to work at the freezer plant. Exactly. Mm, I don't know. I'm not buying the story. All right, Yussel. Enjoy. Uh, sounds very fishy, right? <laughs> enjoy the rest of vacation with the kids. I'll catch you later. All right. Later, man. Bye. All right. That was uh, Mr. Feldstein telling us his adventures out west. And uh, now we can uh, we can dip into the news for a quick minute here. Gonna gonna keep it a little brief. I mean. After all that, I got a lot to absorb here about marijuana laws and berries and stuff. Um, I wonder if he made a pie. How did I not ask him that? 30 pounds of berries. You think you must make a pie out of that? Okay, here we go. So first and foremost, we got Trump who's declaring that he will meet North Korea with both fire and fury. I'm going to play the clip for you guys. I have it right here, ready to go. Look at that organization skills. Here's the president. Let's listen in for, for the precise words he used. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. He has been very threatening uh, beyond a normal statement. And as I said, they will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power, the likes of which this world has never seen before. Thank you. He went biblical with that shit. I almost feel like he was watching a Pulp Fiction beforehand with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Now will rain down upon thee with great and and he thought that 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 was going to be cooler than it was. He watched it back and he's like, eh, "I'm not Samuel L. Jackson." Um, okay, for my next topic, you know what police are doing these days? Police, they're trying to win over the uh, the the poor urban communities in which they've shot people. And so they're going out into those communities, and they're uh, they're giving out ice cream cones. Um, and I'm reading this, and I'm wondering, are they trying to restore trust, or is this just a new strategy to slowly kill poor people with diabetes? Who knows? I'm not uh, I, I, I'm not the one to judge on this kind of stuff. All right, next article. We're really uh, we're really flying through this. I think uh, 
I think that those berries gave us enough to talk about that, you know, how, how much more information do you really need? I was reading a Guardian article um, that was talking about genetically modified salmon sales in Canada. Now, why is this interesting? Well, apparently, these, uh, these uh, um, salmon, so they become adult salmon super fast because scientists, they got in there, they tweaked their DNA so that they grow up a lot quicker. Um, it takes 25, 25 times less of the carbon emissions. It's got like less of an environmental impact because uh, um, the, the farm fishing just doesn't require as many source materials. And you're reading about these genetically modified salmon, and they sound pretty incredible. They sound like a path to sustainable, healthy food. And it took them two decades to get through all the regulations that were against it, which you wonder why we're not progressing in life. I guess for two decades, they've had the technology um, to some extent that they could be tweaking the food supply, which I think they do. I think everything's kind of been... um, probably to some extent genetically modified and it's probably the healthier thing than giving these fuckers antibiotics and all that garbage that they do to get cows fat so fuck you government